Creativity alone just won't cut it. The C Word is a podcast about when creative meets business. You're in a place for designers who want a creative business in which they're valued. Great client relationships, work to be proud of, and the moolah to show for it. All with your sanity and creative mojo intact. Join me, Beck Hughes, your creative business cheer squad, for weekly chats to inspire and spur you into action. Let's challenge the BS, the shoulds, the fads and the FOMO and find what works for you. Welcome to episode 60 of the C-Word podcast. Today, the day that I released this podcast marks one whole year of doing the podcast. And when I started out on this a little bit more than 12 months ago, because obviously it takes a bit of prep (laughs) to launch. But when I started out, I had no, I suppose, sense of what would come and how long I would do it for. Obviously, I intended it to be a long-term thing, but I didn't necessarily look this far ahead. And certainly the thought of having 60 episodes under my belt felt like a milestone that was a million miles away. So I'm so grateful and happy. And you know what? I want to give myself a little pat on the back for getting this far and I've loved every minute of it. So what I wanted to do is continue a bit of a tradition. If you've listened to episode one of the C Word podcast, in that I interviewed myself. I wanted to intro myself. I wanted to let you know a little bit about me and who I am and what makes me tick. And so I did it in an interview format. And so I thought for this one year milestone, I would do that again. And I would put myself in the hot seat and find out how it's all going 12 months on. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi there, Beck. Welcome to the podcast. As with all of my guests, I am going to put you on the hot seat first before we dive into the meatier questions. Okay, so the same rules apply. You have to choose one answer you can't put the question back on the interviewer <laughs> and you can't come up with a different answer and you can't choose both. Well, thank you for having me back. It's great to be here. I am ready for your questions. So, sweet or savoury? Can I say it used to be savoury? I was always the person who chose cheese, but I have become more of a sweet tooth. I think since having my kids, actually. Not sure why. The Last of Us or Walking Dead? Oh, it has to be The Last of Us. There was so much about that. That ticked all of my boxes. Zombies, but with heart. (laughs) Well, it wasn't zombies. I know it wasn't zombies. But the human story of The Last of Us was just so engaging. I loved it. The Duke or King George? If you know, you know. Oh, oh, that's a tough one. I did have a little bit of a soft spot for King George, I have to confess, but I have to go with the OG, the Duke. Early morning or late at night? I think early morning. I can't say I'm necessarily a morning person, but if I had to choose my preference, I do love my bed and I love an early night, so it probably is early mornings. Comedy or tragedy? Oh, I want to say tragedy, but I do love a happy ending. So on balance, I'd probably go with comedy, actually. 
something good for laugh. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Dogs all day, every day. And finally, spring or autumn? Autumn. And I have a theory on this. My birthday, well, here you go. Here's a bit of a a mind bender for you. I have a theory that your favourite season is when your birthday falls. And I think it's subconscious that you have lots of good feelings about what happens in that season because it's your birthday as a kid and you get lots of prizes and stuff. So my birthday falls in spring here in Australia, but I'm from the UK. I grew up in the UK. So there it is autumn and I love the autumn months. Just everything about autumn, the colours, the feeling of it's getting a bit crisp and cool but it's not really cold depths of winter yet and I do love the autumn here in Australia as well so my month is definitely autumn oh thank you for humoring me with those questions Beck. can I say that I probably knew what the answers were going to be but shh okay so what we're going to talk about on this podcast today Beck and I me being Beck is how it's going because it's been a year like I said it's been a whole 12 months since launching this podcast. So I thought it was a good time to revisit my interview of myself and to see what's happened in the last 12 months and how things are progressing with the podcast, but also more generally in my business. So my first question is, why did you start the podcast, Beck? Okay, so I had been thinking about starting a podcast for quite some time. It had probably been on my mind for at least 18 months, maybe even two years. But I suppose I wanted to be sure that I was starting a podcast about something that I wanted to talk about for the long term. So I wanted to be really clear on that. And when I finally made the decision, I knew that I wanted to make a shift and talk to designers and creatives rather than to brand owners who were at the time my sole audience. So I think I wanted to find a fresh platform that would allow me to make that pivot. So to break out into something new and at the same time start talking about something quite new. So that was the first reason. I think I also wanted to create something with more depth and with more of myself in it than I felt that perhaps I could share on socials. So I really wanted to be able to show more of me and create a deeper connection with anybody who felt inclined to connect with me and listen to me. I wanted to push myself out of my comfort zone. I was in a mind for doing that at the time and the idea of podcasting would definitely do that. And I do love learning a new skill. And I think I just like to prove to myself that I'm not an old dog who can't learn new tricks. So a podcast was quite attractive for me in that way. So that's why I started. I wanted to talk to a new audience and I wanted to challenge myself with something new. Was what you expected different to the reality of being a podcaster? Look, the reality is it's more time consuming than I thought it would be, especially in the editing, but that doesn't deter me in the slightest because I also didn't expect to love it as much as I do. And I'm not sure exactly why I do. I can't even necessarily put my finger on it. But the process of ideation, of generating the ideas of what I want to talk about, delivering it 
verbally, right, in this chatty format rather than writing or designing something. And then even the editing process is so satisfying to me. Each episode is like this little finished little article with a life and a purpose of its own. And I love that. I have to ask, what are your three most popular episodes? Oh, the top three. I'll give them to you in ascending order. So third place up to first place. <laughs> so the in third place is episode 14, which was from freelancer to design business freedom. That's a really popular episode and it continues to be. And that's the beauty of the podcast is that the content's there all the time. People can come and dip in to it at any time and in any order they want. And I kind of love that. And it doesn't surprise me that this is a popular one because so many designers are in business and maybe don't even realize they are because they're in inverted commas freelancing. And they're in business, but they're still being controlled by this freelance mindset. And for me, making shifts in that changes everything in your business. It's such an important distinction for me, that freelancer to business owner. So I think that's something that a lot of designers intuitively know too. They know they need to go beyond labeling themselves as a freelancer. In second place is episode 30, which was three words that will increase your value. And I think it's the simplicity of that one that is appealing. But also creating value and being valued is so important to designers. And so I think it speaks to that desire, which is such a valid one. And then episode number one, (laughs) coming in at number one, is episode 16, which was way back in the beginning. And that episode was called, Are You Missing the Opportunity to Sell Strategy? And this podcast is the equivalent of my viral reel. Like, this has had literally thousands of listens. And that brings me joy in a way that no amount of Marie Kondo t-shirt rolling ever could because strategy is everything to me in my business it's something that is my passion it's something I know delivers results and it's just something I love to talk about so I love that that's my number one episode but can I be cheeky here as well and expand on your question Beck? because I also want to touch on the episodes that have got the most comments so even though they're not in my top three listens they have been the ones that have had the most comments from people and those three episodes in no particular order are episode 47 which is communicate your value what how and where which loads of people comment on and I've had Lots of people say, oh, I've listened to that episode two or three times and always gone back and take notes and get more ideas from it. So that's a really popular one in terms of getting people thinking. Episode 41 is another one, which was called A Game Changer for Every Design Business. And you'll have to listen to find out what that game changer is. And the other one that gets loads of comments is my first ever episode, which was called Life, Loves and Creativity with Beck Hughes, which was my first interview. And so many comments on that one, particularly about wet socks. So again, you might have to listen to find out what that's all about. You obviously enjoy doing it. What do you love the most about the C Word podcast? Oh, that's an easy one. 
I love getting feedback from designers who've had aha moments through listening to the podcast or who've taken action and it's made a difference to them either in their business or just to them in their well-being as a designer and that is just that's flipping brilliant to me I love love hearing that feedback so things like you know I've had people contact me to say that they never felt that they could present in person or it maybe hadn't even occurred to them that they should and they've started doing that and it's made a big difference to their business and their relationship with their client and it streamlined the process for them so that's always a good example or another example is someone who contacted me because they'd followed up on some past inquiries that hadn't converted and that had resulted in some new clients for them so hearing that really tangible action orientated result for people that has come out of listening to the podcast is just awesome I love that I'm intrigued to know what people say most often about the podcast (laughs) what do people say most look they the comment that I get the most is about my voice and I've always hated hearing myself in playback you know, listening to myself in any kind of recording was just so cringy. And I didn't like my voice at all. But I get loads of comments on my voice. Obviously, people don't love the content. They just love my voice. <laughs> so that's been an eternal surprise to me that people like listening to my voice, which is nice and which is validating because it was probably the biggest thing that stopped me from launching the podcast sooner than I did. So it's been a year of podcasting, which has also aligned to a year of change in your business. So what has changed for you in the last year? Oh, so much has changed. In some ways, I think of this year, this past year, I know I'm not reflecting on a calendar year, but this past year for me on the podcast has also perhaps been the one that has represented the biggest changes for me in business. So, you know, the most recent year for me, is the year that has had the most change, which is interesting. And I think the biggest change has been who I work with. So now I balance my brand clients, who I continue to love working with, alongside mentoring other designers. And that is just soul food for me. I just love doing that. I I knew that I was drawn to do it. I had a passion to do it when I thought about doing it, it lit me up I hate that phrase but I can't think of a better one now in the moment but I didn't realize how much I was going to love doing it so that's the biggest change really is who I work with in the sense that I still work with my brand clients but now I work with a whole new a different group of people in a different way and the other changes I have produced so much content for designers and creatives in the last year more than I thought I had in me so the creative value incubator is eight modules of content and there's so much in that around crafting a design business rather than having one that dictates to you you know we talk about self and mindset and self-identity for designers creating a sustainable business strategy and developing your brand strategy in particular for your business we talk about solutions and how you package and present and price your solutions for your clients we talk about studio management and how you get a really 
well-run, profitable studio. We talk about service and being a service gun for your clients because for me, service is such an important part of a design business. And we talk about scaling, how you continue to build profile and build momentum for your business. There is just tons in that. Then there's this podcast. This is now my 60th episode. So that's a fair bit of content for designers and creatives. You know, I've created masterclasses and freebies. And I just love the journey that I'm on with this. How have you grown in this past 12 months? Oh, giving less Fs. And I don't mean that in a flippant way. I just mean I'm okay with sharing what I think and not concerning myself over whether people agree with me. And it's never my intention to offend, by the way. That's not what I want to do. And I don't think I ever have. I hope I haven't. I just want to and think it's important to challenge and push. That's in my nature. It's what I do with my brand clients and it's what I do in every part of my business. And so giving myself permission to do that has been a bit of a process and it's an area that I've grown a lot in in the last 12 months. And my next question leading on from that is in what ways are you still growing? I had a great conversation recently about ebbs and flows in energy in your business, like the ups and downs, versus consistent commitments in your business. Because the two can sometimes be at odds. They are sometimes at odds for me. And this is a really big topic. And like I said, it's an area that I'm still growing in. Because this is a dynamic and it's a bit of a tension as well sometimes between what you feel like doing and actually what your audience needs from you in order for your business to grow in the ways that you want it to grow. I do maintain that growth is different for everyone. If you don't want to grow, then don't worry about consistency. If you do, I think you should make it a practice. With an important caveat though, which is to say that you are consistent in something that has purpose and impact, but not in everything, because that's just burnout. So it's about picking the thing that you're going to be consistent or the things that you're going to be consistent in with intention. And I talked about this already in a recent podcast. And in that podcast, I talked about doing the thing, and by the thing, I mean the thing that you've chosen to be consistent in, even if you don't feel like it. And that's an area in which I'm growing. So Atomic Habits Styly, I'm building my consistency muscle, let's say. I'm consistent with this podcast. I'm consistent in my stories if you do follow me on Instagram. And they do pop up on Facebook, but <laughs> I don't necessarily pay as much attention to that. And I'm now adding blogs and email. Watch out for the brand brief, which is going to be a monthly read coming soon and social content to that list. And it's a work in progress. So that growth and commitment to consistency on a broader level is probably the, my biggest area for growth here. So shifting gears a little bit now, let's look ahead to the next 12 months maybe. What do you want to do more of? I think my answer to that is connecting, getting out, having conversations, being with others. I think I might have mentioned in my first interview that I'm an extroverted introvert or is that an introverted extrovert god knows I do enjoy being in my little 
enclave, my safe space, right? So there is no better feeling for me than when everyone's at home for the night, work's done, you know, sport training for the kids is done, and everybody is at home. And I just close the front door, lock out the world, and it's just us for the next 12 hours or so. I do love that feeling. But I also get a lot of energy from being around people and just laughing and sharing. So I want more of that in a business sense. So that's something I am focusing on much more and want to do more of. I suppose you could call it networking in a way, but meaningful networking. And you can't talk about what you want to do more of without talking about what you want to do less of. I can't say that I want to do less trends because I don't do them. But what I do want to do is worry less about trends too. So should I be on TikTok? Or I should be doing more reels? Or I should look into chat GPT? Whatever it is. I don't discount those things. And some of them are here to stay, like AI and content. But I just want to fit them into my jigsaw puzzle in a way that works for me. What's in store for you, Beck, for the next 12 months? Or what do you have in store for us? So much. So much, Beck. In business terms, I have lots planned. But I'm not sure I want to share it all here just yet. I've got to keep some of my cards close to my chest, don't I? Uh, look, the big things are a reimagining of my Creative Value Incubator program. There's a greater intensity I want to bring to that and I'm changing it up. So I've got a strong intuition about what designers and creatives need more of and I'm just embracing that. Okay I'm gonna let the cat out of the bag maybe but don't tell anyone, Shh, just keep it between us yeah. A group setting like group coaching has been lauded as the best platform for a while now. You know if you want to scale your business do group coaching. Group coaching is a great environment for people to grow in. But a big question for me for a while now has been, who does group really serve? And I do think maybe, it, did it start out this way? I don't know. But I do think it has become more about scalability for the coach. And in some cases, not all, I'm not applying this to everything and all programs and all coaches, but in some cases, it does lose sight of what the mentee needs. So Creative Value Incubator, CVI, is becoming a bit of a hybrid with much more emphasis on one-to-one tailored coaching, but still keeping that community aspect because that is important too. But that's purely about cheerleading. And the learning and the teaching and the application and the coaching piece, I think for me, it feels right to do that one-on-one. So that's where the program's going. Just heads up. <laughs> like I said, don't tell anyone. And I'm launching the brand Faculty. Another big secret out of the bag, right? So the name's a work in progress at the moment. Let me know what you think, though. It's going to be a mastermind for designers who want to make brand strategy a revenue stream and really a central driver in their business. And this has come out of actually people asking me for it people showing a real deep interest in what I do in terms of brand strategy for my clients. So it's kind of client-led this one and I'm super excited about it because this is just my thing, it's my love. Brand strategy for me is something so valuable. And I've mentioned the brand brief, didn't I? So I want to create something on email 
that felt right to me. I've kind of dipped in and out of email, I confess. And I think it's because I've just been trying to find the right way of using email that works for me and I feel good that it works for my audience too. So it will be content that I don't talk about anywhere else and it's more about inspiration and observation really on the world of brand and design. So it's not just business and coaching talk. So on that, if you are keen to get that on a monthly basis, I'll drop the link to join in in the show notes. So that'll be something that will land in your inbox on a monthly basis. And look, so many other things, but that'll do for now. (laughs) I think that's enough. And finally, do you have any words of wisdom that you would like to share? Words of wisdom. Do I, am I wise? Do I have any words of wisdom? (laughs) Look, in episode one, when this question came up, I said that life's too short not to do what you love. And I like stand by that wholeheartedly. And I'll add to it, if I may, that life's too short to hesitate to do the things that are necessary in order to do what you love. So don't hesitate. Don't hold back. Because chances are, it's the thing you're hesitating on, which is the thing that's going to make the most difference. And it's maybe the hardest thing, I get that. But not always, but I think sometimes it is the thing. It's the thing that's getting in the way. And trust me, I'm still working on taking my own advice with that one. And that's a wrap. My second interview with myself. I hope you enjoyed it. It has been just such a pleasure to be here doing this for the last 12 months. I am so grateful to anyone really who takes the time to listen to me on the C Word podcast. I know that time is precious. I know there is so much content out there for us in our businesses. So many people telling us their perspective on how to do things or what works and what doesn't work. So I'm forever grateful that you choose to come and listen to me and I always hope that you will come back. So just for this 60th episode, this one year milestone, I as always want to say, I hope you have an amazing day. I hope the rest of your week is fantastic and I can't wait to chat to you again really, really soon. Hopefully for another 12 months. Thank you so much for joining me, Beck Hughes, on the C Word podcast. If you'd like to know more about me and how we can work together, head on over to my website at beckhughes.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at beckhughesbranding. And if you like what you heard, subscribe, leave a review and share with your friends and business buddies who might like to listen in too. The music for this podcast is by Penguin Music on Pixabay.